Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue in our study of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Corinth was a cesspool of bad theology. It included a hodgepodge of ideas about life after death. To the people who needed to have their understanding of the resurrection of Jesus and their own future resurrection tweaked to match what is according to the scriptures, Paul wrote this spectacular chapter. The credibility of Jesus would be ruined if he did not rise from the dead. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he faithfully teaches today's portion of this week's message entitled, What If There Is No Resurrection? To the people who needed to have their understanding of uh, resurrection, the resurrection of Jesus and their own future resurrection, a lot of them need to have that tweaked to understand that According to the Scriptures, Jesus was raised. So he's taking them always back to what do the Scriptures say about the resurrection of, of Jesus and, and everyone else. You know, understand, um, resurrection is not a dog, uh, an argument, or it's not a doctrine that anyone would make the argument is a secondary doctrine. It's absolutely essential. The, the credibility of Jesus would be ruined if he didn't rise from the dead, because what Jesus said was not ambiguous. We actually read this before one of our songs, Mark, Matthew 16, 21. It's also in Mark and also in Luke. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day. Then there's Matthew 17, also in Mark 9 and Luke 9. And while they were gathered together in Galilee, Jesus said to them, the Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill Him, and He will be raised up on the third day. Then there's Matthew chapter 20, verses 18 and 19. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn Him to death and will hand Him over to the Gentiles to mock and scourge and crucify Him. And on the third day, he will be raised up. And then there's what he said to his disciples, Matthew 26, 32. But after I have been raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Then there's the famous one that was actually twisted and used against him in his trial, John chapter 2 from earlier in his ministry, verses 18 to 22. The Jews then said to him, what sign do you show us as your authority for doing these things? What things? Well, he had just cleared the temple for the first time. Jesus answered them, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, it took 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. So when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the Scripture and the words which Jesus had spoken. You see, Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. He was buried. 
He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Now, in 1 Corinthians 15, we already saw in those first 11 verses Paul's um, not quite exhaustive list of people that Jesus appeared to after His resurrection. Now, in our text for today, as we move along through this entire chapter, 58 verses devoted to the subject of the resurrection, Paul's going to advance the reasoning even further. He's going to say, if there is no resurrection, there are consequences. If there's no resurrection, you are foolish. If there's no resurrection, you are deceitful. If there's no resurrection, you're doomed. And if there's no resurrection, you are pitiful. So let's dive in at verse 12. If there's no resurrection, you are foolish. Look at verses 12 and 13. Now, if Christ is preached that He has been raised from the dead, you know, He said, that's what we preach to you, that's what you believed. So it isn't that they were necessarily doubting Jesus' resurrection. They're saying, we preach the risen Christ, so what's your problem with the whole concept of resurrection? That's what He's saying. If Christ has preached that He's been raised from the dead... How do some among you say there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there's no resurrection of the dead, not even Christ has been raised. Now, the word resurrection, well, it means rising from the dead. Uh, And he's talking about it generally, not specifically only about Jesus. This is the issue of everyone being resurrected. Now, it's not a very subtle point. He's saying it is idiocy to claim to be a Christian but not believe in resurrection. If you're going to deny essentials of what God has revealed in His Word, then you have to accept the logical consequences of what you are denying. Being religious is absurd if everything ends with the grave. There's no reason to make a commitment to obeying God. There's no reason to sacrifice in order to please God or to, or to serve other people or to enjoy His blessings. Why would you want to be associated with God if He's a, a liar? And if there's no resurrection, God is lying. So Paul dives right in. He says in the, that the next logical step of not believing in, in resurrection is to believe that, uh, that Jesus was not resurrected, and if Jesus didn't rise, we are all fools. Look at verse 14. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is vain, and your faith also is vain. The word vain means empty, void of truth, or void of power. And there's something you can do in Greek that you can't do in English. There's a lot of things you can do in Greek that you can't do in English. And one of them is here. You can change the order of the words in the, in the, uh, in the sentence and thereby give them greater emphasis. And literally, it would be, if Christ has not been raised, vain is our preaching and vain is your faith. So if there's no such thing as bodily resurrection and therefore Christ didn't physically rise from the dead, the subtle way of putting it is, or the not-so-subtle way of putting it is, you're a fool if you claim to be a Christian. There's no reason to do what we're doing this morning. There's no reason to pay any attention to any part of Christianity unless there is resurrection and Jesus rose from the dead. 
Because unless he rose from the dead, you have believed a hoax and you waste your breath to say, Jesus is Lord. Move on. If there is no resurrection, not only you are foolish, but you are deceitful. It's, if there's no resurrection, it's even worse than you and I being fools. Look at verse 15. Moreover, we are even found to be false witnesses of God. In other words, we're lying. Because we testified against God that He raised Christ, whom He did not raise, if in fact the dead are not raised. Now, this is clear, and it's, it's serious. The whole thing started to fall immediately when somebody preached that Christ rose from the dead. Peter made himself a liar on the day of Pentecost. Paul, likewise, was a liar, as were the rest of the apostles and every person who has lived his or her life based on the fact that Jesus is Lord. We are all deceitful if there is no resurrection and if Jesus didn't rise. We're contradicting God. We are found to be false witnesses. That means we've been exposed as liars. We've been caught in the act, if you will. I have never understood from a human perspective why anyone would want to be in ministry if they don't believe in the historic realities of the Christian faith. I grew up that way. I thought those people that went to church on Sundays or Saturdays or whenever they went, I thought, what a waste. What a waste of time. Why would you, why would you bother about that? I also don't understand from a human perspective why anyone would want something to do with a religion or a church that, that wears the name Christian but denies the resurrection and denies miracles and denies the authority of Scripture and the like. But that's all from the human perspective. There really is a reason for being involved in religion without a resurrection, without atonement for sin. The reason is, and the reason people do that is, there is this drive within us. We are image bearers of God. He created us in His image to know Him and worship Him. And there is that desire within us to grasp some sense of peace, some sense of purpose, some sense of comfort in a sin-ridden, fallen world. If you want a sense of belonging and meaning, but you're not willing to deal with your sin and your estrangement from God, well, man-made religion is one of the places to go. Man-made religion is just as good at getting people into heaven as the country club, the, the local bar, a fraternal organization, your, your hiking club, your bridge club, whatever else it is. Man has this drive to belong to something, to have a purpose, to, to, to have a reason. And there's only one really true answer, really true. If it's real true, it's really true. There's only one true answer to that problem. That is to be reconciled to God. If there's no resurrection and yet you claim to be a Christian, you are foolish and you are deceitful. And you know what? It's even worse than that. Not only are you foolish and you are deceitful, you are 
doomed. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.